This is Maddie with a Y. And I'm Sarah without an H. And this is Diet Defectors, a podcast about losing weight, self-care, and telling the diet industry to go sit on a cactus. Yeah, sit on it. Episode 5. What anniversary is that? I don't think it is one. I think 10 is one. Like five years. Like, yeah. Like, what would I get you? Is that wood? I don't know. Or, like, ceramic? Can it be diamonds? Can we just lie and say it's diamonds? It's diamonds. Great. Okay. Um, so this week, I'm just really tired. Are you tired? I am extremely tired. The whole winter thing is getting real old real fast. I could strangle this groundhog. Yeah, right? I could strangle him, quite honestly. I really, like, I joked in last week's episode, I was like, six more weeks of winter, but then it, like, really happened. Yeah. So I'm, I'm frustrated. And yet another year that I don't get to be one of the men who... Hold up the groundhog and wear top hats and have little flowery accessories and medals. Very upsetting. I'm going to get you a top hat for your birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. Just so I can wear it on Groundhog Day? Yeah, and then I'll have Dina get you a groundhog. You know how happy that would make me? They always look so jovial, and it's only a once a year gig. They do. They're all so happy to be there. But can you imagine only having to work one day a year? I'd probably still be annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) I have to work again. I'd probably still find... Like, even if I was Santa Claus, it's like, alright, you got one one night that you gotta do this all Santa's technically got two days. That's true. I guess guess the day after. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day early morning. It's like a 12-hour shift. Yeah. At least. Yeah. The... the, What is it? Groundhog? Paxitani Phil? I don't know how to pronounce it. Your sister probably Text. knows how to pronounce it. Well, she it. has a picture with him now. They she, him. she posted that on my status, and I was like, Paige, I love you so much. You should have stabbed that road when you had the chance. God. Yeah. So, um, this week for me started off really good, because I write little notes in our um, scripts here, and then I went back today, and I was I read what I wrote at like on like Tuesday, uh-huh. and... It it says, really took charge of planning and packing meals, breakfast and lunch, increasing protein intake. And then, in all caps, CRASH AND BURN! Oh no! Halfway through the week. Oh no, yeah. Yeah, this whole full-time thing, I mean, six days a week, I have one day off, and it's killing me. Yeah, my transition to to full-time, I don't work six days a week, I only work five days a week. Like, that transition really killed me. It's rough. Anyone, if anyone that works seven days a week, you, I, I totally get what people say now about, like, I'm just too tired to work out, or I'm like, I'm just too tired to clean, eat healthy, because, like, in college, I was like, that's bullshit. Now, I'm, get home at, like, five o'clock, I'm like, I've got five hours until I gotta go to bed, but I'm not gonna do anything with them. No, and it's, it's just frustrating because it's at the point now where my own mental health and my own uh, sleep deprivation is more important than the working out. Like, my Maslow's yeah. hierarchy of needs have changed, where it's like, I would, if if I was fully rested and feeling great, and, you know, it wasn't dark and stormy out all the time outside, yeah. I'd be at the gym. Sure, no thing. If it wasn't, you know, 16 degrees to get in my car and then to go to the gym. Getting enough sleep, though, is crucial. Oh, yeah, I'm useless without sleep. I, I've been, because tra- my Fitbit tracks it. Seven hours of sleep, I'm still no good. Yeah. Eight hours, I am Perfect as can be. Yeah. It's bizarre. 
Yeah. And my, my internal clock is so messed up now that even on the weekends, I can't, I, I still wake up at 7.30, like, in a, in a panic. My body is like, wake up, wake up, your train was two minutes ago! Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually have any days I can sleep in because I got my personal trainer on Tuesdays. So, yeah, so now my only day to sleep in really has been Saturdays, and that was when I was supposed to go to the gym. So, sleeping in wins. I think we both need to be better at, like, going to bed earlier. Because, you know, you're sitting there, and you're like, nothing I'm doing right now is really worth anything, but I don't want to go to bed yet, because it feels like you're giving up on, like, it feels like I'm too young to go to bed at 10 o'clock. I, Maddie, if I had the opportunity to go to bed at 10 o'clock... I would be in bed at 10 o'clock. If You're I wasn't, just, like, out? If I wasn't getting out of class at 10 o'clock... Oh, buddy. In the city, when I live in the suburbs, I would be in bed at 10 o'clock. We gotta move you. Uh, girl, I... Your girl is trying. This is killing you. I know. It's really... It's really difficult. I... I'm so annoyed. I'm, I'm texting my real... The, the realtor that we're working tomorrow. I'm gonna text him tomorrow so I can set up more showings. He, he literally told me... I didn't know this. This is a little tidbit about real estate. That... Things all come up on the market after Super Bowl Sunday. I didn't know that. Because wives can't get their husbands to go out on the weekends. And finally, after the Super Bowl, they're like, you have no excuse. Come on, let's go look at this great condo. Or, I spent whole weekend cleaning while you were watching. So now we're putting it up. Bye. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to text him. We're going to figure that out. But yeah, no, it, man, I get so pissed off at my coworkers. I love them to death. They are great people. But I get upset because some of them come in at 7.30 in the morning, which I don't know how they do that. They get on at, like, 6 a.m. trains. And then they leave at 4.30 because that's just how their hours work. Yeah. Um, and then they just go home and hang out and chill out. And maybe I'm, I could be speaking totally irreverently about what they do with their lives. From what I can tell, from what they tell me, they just, like, go home and, like, sleep and or hang out or talk to their boyfriends or, like, be be people on their couches. I don't do that. Well, you've got an hour-long commute. Oh, it's not even a commute. It's classes and voice lessons and shows and things that I have to see and things that I have to be. You know, March, Thursdays, for a month, I have a show every Thursday at 10.30. And I'm the last one to go. So, Thursdays, you're sleeping on my couch. Right, honestly. I just... It's so, it's so frustrating, because then they come in, and they're like, oh, I'm so tired, and I'm like, don't Shut up. speak to me. You went to bed at 10.30, and it was late for you. Yeah. I get home earliest at 10.30. Ugh, buddy. So, I'm, I'm exhausted. I, the two of us are living, and you, I, I don't know, sometimes, I don't know how you're working the schedule. I feel like working. every time you text me, I'm at work. Which, well, I mean, I've called you more lately than I've ever called you in the entirety of our friendship. And I have to keep... I, I keep like, feeling terrible. I keep forgetting. I don't feel bad that you don't No, answer. I just, like, I send you to voicemail and I'm, I always immediately... Because you never call me unless, like, something bad has happened. Yeah, I don't know why I've called... I've called you... Because we're just... We've got so much to talk about and we, neither of us wants to move our fingers that much. There's been a lot of planning things that we've had to deal with lately. Yeah. For yeah. Disney World. Disney World. And then one time I was outside of your apartment and I wanted to be a creep. Why would I be home? I'm never I, home. I know. I made the mistake. You should have thrown stones at the window for Mike. He would have enjoyed it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
So the moral of the story is we both need to work on getting more sleep. Moral of the story, sleep is a really big factor for both of us when yes. it comes to weight loss. Which is so, because, like, it's not the first thing you think of when you're like, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. Better get eight hours of sleep. Well, I always make better food choices. Mm-hmm. Like, signi- like, it's night and day. Yeah. And I always work out when I have enough sleep. All of my defenses against eating poorly are gone when I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. I can talk myself into just about anything. Yeah. If I'm tired. Yep. So. So, get eight hours of sleep, folks. Yeah. Okay, so this week's theme. I like, I like theme. Theme? Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do five common weight loss questions. And we're just gonna clear them up. Alright. Okay. So the first one I thought about for a long time before I actually googled. Um, do you know where fat goes once you lose it? No. What do you think happens? Um, oh god. Because I used to think you just kind of, I mean, number one and number two it out. It just, I, mine was even worse. It did, I just thought it was like frictioned out. <laughs> frictioned out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so... It Where does fat go? Finds a new lease. What does it do? So kind of just like with any other energy source. So when you work out and when you eat at a deficit, meaning you you have burned more calories than you've consumed, your body then turns to fat for for energy. Right. So just like with any other energy source, what happens when you burn wood? Well, part of it turns into coal and ash, and part of it turns into heat. Right. So fat is the same. So actually, um, 84% of every pound that you lose, lose is um, turned into energy and exhaled. Oh. So when you're like huffing and puffing on the treadmill, you are literally breathing out the pounds. Wow. Okay. Which is a great reason to get your heart rate up. So, But yeah. I'm assuming if I just hyperventilate in my bed, it won't have the same effect. No, it does not have the same effect, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then the remaining 16% is, you know, removed through number one, number two, sweat and tears. <laughs> that does not mean that every time you cry, you're losing weight, by the way. Just for clarity. Oh my god. That means that if you're wor- out of deficit oh, and you need no. to cry, that technically is <laughs> losing so weight. But only if you're already at a deficit. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. That's so funny. It's sad. It's like, really? It's so sad I'm going to cry so I can lose some weight. Great. Please don't make yourself cry to lose weight. Anyone. Anywhere. Make yourself cry to lose weight. We're already crying. I've never heard anything so sad I know. in my life. I know. Yeah. Oh, God. If you're crying to lose weight, there should be other things that you are crying over. Yeah. Alright, so the next biggest question is, how long will it take me to lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 pounds? Don't ever shoot for losing more than 2 pounds in a week. Yeah, that's, yes. Because any other, anything else, unless you are severely overweight, like severely overweight people can lose the first 50 to 100 pretty easily. Because they've got, it takes so much more energy for them to move. But if you're just looking to lose 5, 10, 15, 20... It's two pounds a week max. Yeah, and even that is, like, stretching it sometimes. Like, that's if you're, like, doing the most. And that's only if you, like, if you don't, haven't dieted before. Yeah. Because, honestly, 
the more you diet, the harder it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Since I've been dieting since I was 10, I can't do more than a pound a week without my body freaking out, thinking that I'm putting it through some sort of circus act. Yeah. When I first started Weight Watchers, I think I lost, like, six pounds in one week. Yeah. And that's the most giant jump I've ever had. And that was just your body adjusting. That was my body being like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So don't ever shoot for more than two pounds a week. And listen to your body. Oh, yeah. Because if it's saying two pounds a week is too much, then you're going to be cranky and miserable, (sighs) and the pounds aren't going to come off. Remember once I had a voice teacher in college who talked about the skinniest he'd ever been when he was, like, in New York, and he was, like, really slim, and, you know, he looked the way he wanted to look, but he just remembers, like, walking down the street, and things were just blurry. Uh, like he was just not all there and like didn't you know it's like your body literally cannot function like oh great I'm so glad that you can fit into double zero pants you can't see straight yes it's not worth it no which is why I also added to in addition to counting out two pounds every week add an additional four to six weeks of just bad weeks oh yeah because if you don't budget those in it's gonna be way too stressful and you're gonna give up anyway yeah so like a, live life. Budget in life things. Like your birthday. Like a vacation. Yeah. Holidays. Because if you try to restrict yourself during those, you're screwed, man. Yeah, you can... It's not worth it. You can bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to be getting spaghetti and meatballs in Disney World at Tony's on yes. Main Street. I promise not to cry <coughs> this time. <laughs> you didn't really cry. Just no, I was just crying. so sleep deprived that I was hysterically laughing. And I didn't want to put my hands over my face because then people would think that I was crying. It was a rough situation all around, but we made it through. We did five parks in three days. We're not doing that again. No, we're not. All right, so this one's for Sarah. Great. This question's for Sarah. Sarah, do you know how alcohol affects your weight loss? (laughs) The dagger eyes. Um, Wow. You know, Maddie, you've said a mouthful, as it is. And uh, you ask great questions questions that I wish I knew the answer to, Mm -hmm. but sometimes life has little mysteries that maybe we just don't need to... Please don't ruin alcohol for me! I'm not going to ruin it, I'm going to educate you. Son of a... That's all right. Alright, so this is uh, from builtlean.com. So this is is a quote. So I'm not... This is... I didn't write this. I don't want to get sued. Alright. Ready. Ready. So after your first drink... Your body starts to get rid of the alcohol quickly using alcohol dehydrogenase pathway. ADH. I can't pronounce anything. In this pathway, ADH converts the alcohol into acetaldehyde, which gets further broken down into acetate. These byproducts, the acetaldehyde, Hide and acetate are considered to be highly reactive and can increase oxidation throughout the body, but especially in the liver. Because your body sees these byproducts as dangerous, it wants to use them as fuel to get them out as fast as possible. This means your body will significantly blunt fat burning close to 75% after just one and a half drinks. So, like, you know how, like, living your life burns calories? Yeah. As soon as you start drinking, your body stops that function in order to get rid of the alcohol. Oh. Yeah. In just one and a half drinks. And it will stop using carbs for energy, which is why people say 
it's not the alcohol that makes you fat. It's it's the the, the the munchy foods afterwards because your body doesn't burn those. They go straight into the fat stores. The, the, I'm not the, done. The, oh, come on. Kendall. Therefore, although very little alcohol will be stored as fat, less than 5%, the fat, fat and carbs you are eating have an increased risk of becoming stored as fat. I don't come into your home and talk mean about things that you love. I just need you to get ed- educated. Oh, God. You're going to rethink those fries next time you're drunk, though. No, I won't. That's the problem. Hopefully you will. I really won't. All right. You well, know how, oh my God, I'll do anything when I'm drunk and looking for something to eat. Well, I mean, it makes me think of, like, if you're going to drink, at least, like, A, do it after the meal, maybe, instead of having a drink with your meal. Yeah. Like, drink after dinner right. as a dessert. Or, like, if you know that you're going to get the munchies, like, I don't know, delay that drink, delay that first and a half drink as long as humanly possible, because as soon as you do that, your body's Stops burning carbs. Yeah. Also, we've said this before, but if there's any people who are under the age of 21 that are listening to this, don't drink alcohol. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's, the calories just aren't worth it. The calories aren't worth it. Learn to have fun on your own. I agree. That's going to be much more valuable to you than learning how to hold your liquor. Yes. And now it's obviously something that has caused me pain in my life because that's, oh God. Uh, what is, what is the Romeo and Juliet quote? My only love spun from my only hate. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. That's most of Shakespeare. Great. Shakespeare was a fun guy. Yeah. So I apologize for any butchering of those technical names, but I don't know how to say them. I'm sorry. My only love sprung from my only hate. That's Bond. Oh. Did you take, like, several Shakespeare classes? One Shakespeare class. Fine. They had us only do one. And like I ever read for Juliet. Why the hell would you... First of all, Juliet's 13. Second of all... Yeah, and they had me reading for Lady M, like, my senior year of college. So, Juliet was never an option for me. Ugh. Which is fine. Uh, I she's think, kind of a whiny bitch. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna live. Yeah. Unlike Juliet, who does not. Wah, wah. Anyway. Alright, so. What exercises should I do to make X body parts smaller? <laughs> Tough luck, kiddos. What? You can't spot reduce. There's no such thing. So, what? like, if you do 100 crunch- crunches, it's not going to make you have wash- washboard abs. Okay, yes. I understand I understand. Okay. 100, 100 crunches, like, whoa. But if I'm doing my... Fa- one of my favorite things to do with the gym is to get on um, the little... Oh, God, I'm a different... What are the... What are the... Uh, the blue... Bosu? The Bosu balls, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my favorite, and I turn them over, and I balance on them, and I do squats on them. Okay. So, are you telling me that if I do that, that's not, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that to, like, make my booty look nice, like, it's not just affecting that? Like, no, it's, what are you saying? It's more of, you can't make parts of your body smaller by exercise. You can make parts of your body bigger by exercise, so you can get, like, a bubble butt, through exercise. Okay. But you cannot make things smaller. The only way to make things smaller is by fat loss. Oh, okay. I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. Okay. So, like, if you're just like, oh, I'm, I don't want to lose any weight. I just want to have washboard abs. Sorry. <laughs> That's not how that works. What happens when you're trying to... Is that, like, a like a dehydration thing that happens? Abs? Yeah. That just means that they have a very, very low percentage of body fat. Like, 5 or 10%. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. 
um, for most people, you can get there, but it's it's a much lower level of living. What is that? What is that term? Quality of life. It's a much lower quality of life. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. So I, I'm okay. I don't need to rub a spoon up and down my torso to feel worthy. <laughs> If you ever get washboard apps, can I play you like a washboard? You may. Great. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you can't. This kind of that's kind of where the love yourself yourself at any size comes in in my head of like, you can't. Necess- there are a lot of things about your body that you cannot change. So if you're on this this journey to have a Barbie body, you're never gonna be happy. Right. Versus trying to be the best version of yourself. And accepting things that you cannot change as beautiful and as part of who you are. Like, I know that my torso is, like, eight inches long, which is incredibly short for a torso. That's, like, nice. Like, four or five. And that's something... I can't change that. So, I will never have a long... Like, bikinis will always look weird on me because the bottom of the top and the top of the bottom are is going to be, like, two inches apart and it's going to look weird. I've just kind of accepted that. That's just, and like my uh, my thighs and my butt are always going to be big yeah. compared to everything else. That's something that I've accepted about myself. Does that mean that I don't think that I can be healthier and have a lower body fat percentage? No. So that's what I'm working towards. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what cellulite is? Objectively, yes. But specifically, like... Is it just like a like a grouping of fat cells? No. Okay, what is it? Okay, so have you ever had a snag in a sweater? Yes. Cellulite is pretty much that underneath your skin. So you've got little fibers that connect your skin to the inner parts of your body so that you can't just like hold forever, <laughs> I guess, kind of. Okay. Um, and then, so cellulite is an excess of fat being caught. So you've still got those little spindles pulling the skin down, but the fat kind of goes around them and pushes it up. That's why it's like dimples instead of like large patches. Yeah. Um, and so most of it is genetic. So like you get cellulite in places that has a lot of extra body fat. So like for the majority of women, it's your butt and your thighs. And then it's genetic. So, like, if your mom has it, most likely you will also have it. And most, a lot of girls have it even if they aren't overweight. Yeah. It's just something that happens. And we're, we live in a society where they airbrush it out. So, girls don't know that it's normal because we all hide it. Yeah. Which is kind of, um, brought up something that you were going to talk about. Yeah. It's, it, there's a couple of celebrities right now who are really fighting back against that, the idea that... Cellulite stigma? Yeah, the, the idea that that, wi- that women don't have that and it's not normal, it's not natural. And a lot of like big people like Chrissy Teigen, Ashley Graham, um, and there's a couple other ones who have posted pictures of their own cellulite, mm-hmm. which... Should not, like, uh, I don't It shouldn't know. be, like, a... It shouldn't be, Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. It, like, I think about the same thing. It's, like, women who post themselves with no makeup or stuff like that. I'm, like, oh, that shouldn't be a thing. And then I think of, of doing that myself, and I'm, like, oh, man. So I'm just... I'm very impressed by women who are really stepping up to the plate and saying that, that this is normal and this is natural and you are 
perfectly fine and, and beautiful the way that you are with or without cellulite. Or when you were telling about you were telling me about this earlier, and you were like, we should post a picture of our cellulite to the Diet Defectors Instagram. My every part of my being went, oh my god, no, they can't know. Which is funny. Like, Which is so dumb. It. Everyone has it. We all know. Everyone's aware. My name is Maddie, and I have cellulite. Yeah, my name is Sarah, and I got some cellulite. Yeah. And, unfortunately, there's no way to get rid of cellulite. Not unfortunately. There's no way to get rid of cellulite. One of my favorite things about the women um, who are starting this hashtag, one of them posted multiple pictures. Like, she's doing a cellulite Saturday thing. She nice. Posted, she posted every day. And, and some of her posts are in, most of them are in all caps. Just the caption, because she's just really angry. But they'll start off with, like, I swear to God, like, do not try and sell me your cellulite cream. Anyway, and then she, like, goes into her thing. There's no, don't waste your money. There's no cellulite creams that work. Don't use the brush, don't buy a special brush. Don't get a special massage. Like, the only thing you can do is reduce your body fat and use lotion. That's it. And a tan can also help. But, like... That's it. But, like, a really safe one. Yes, like... Not tanning booth or not, frying yeah. yourself in the sun. Get a spray tan. There you go. Yeah. That's that's it. And other than that, we need to learn how to deal with it and love it and be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I finally gotten to the point in my life where I'm okay with my stretch marks. So that was a big deal for me. Because I used to hate them as a kid. Because they were like, they betrayed me. I was like, I used to be small and now I'm not. And like it showed, it was like a history of my misdemeanors. Yeah. So, now I, I, I don't like the term tiger stripes. Yeah. But I get where they're coming from. Yeah. Of like, this is like part of who I am. It's like a, it's like a scar. Yeah, it's like a powerful thing. Like, ugh, like. Yeah, like, every scar has a story, but stretch marks is just a story of a longer period of time. Yeah. So, yeah. So those are all the FAQs I have. If you have an FAQ, a frequently asked question about weight loss, or you just want to know, you know, something, send us an email at diardefectors at gmail.com. Maddie will look it up and then ask me, and I will not know the answer. It'll be a fun game. we'll figure it out together. Yes. All right. Moving on... Okay, so do you remember what I told you guys last week about uh, finding your personality knowns? Yes. Okay, so now we're going to talk about what we're going to do with them. Great. So, for example, I know that no matter what I do, I will not work out after work. Okay. So, underneath that, I wrote, I know I need to make time to work out before work if I want to get to the gym. Yeah. It takes out that option for me. Just kind of like we talked about a couple of weeks ago about how you take out bad choices for yourself. Like, you know, like, if you have a court date, like, this is what I'm doing today. Yeah. It's like when you take out the option of going to the gym after work because you know it's not a legitimate option, it makes getting up early a lot easier knowing that that's your only option. So, and then um, my other one was I always create something sort of sweet after lunch and dinner. Um, I always pack something, a little indulgent treat. So my office has Tootsie Rolls, so I'll grab a couple Tootsie Rolls. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I can usually get away with using um, one of my Luna protein bars as a sweet. 
And I budget for a small dessert at the end of the day. Because I know that if I don't have that, I'll think about it for hours and I'll eventually cave. So if I don't budget for it, I'm going to eat it anyway. Yeah. I know that I'm going to eat it. So if I budget for it, it makes it a lot easier to be okay with it at the end of the day. Right. And then um, my third one was if my water bottle is out of sight, I can go the whole day without drinking water. As soon as I get to work, I take my full water bottle, I fill it up before I leave the house, out of my bag, and I put it on the desk. And as soon as it's empty, I refill it. So, like, finding things that you know about yourself and tying better behavior to those things instead of trying to change those habits. Yeah. Because it's a lot more work. Yeah. Do you have an example? The water bottle thing is a really big deal for me. Yeah. Uh, sometimes in the morning, if I'm waiting for the train, and I recognize that it's like, because it's been nice for a couple of days outside. Yeah, it got really stupid, and then it got really okay. It got really nice. Um, nice is a relative word. Well, it got Chicago in February nice. Yeah. Um, but there's been a couple of days lately where it has been, and I'll, instead of just automatically saying, like, yeah, I'm going to get on this bus, and I'm going to go. Like, I stop and make the conscious effort, like, it's warm enough. I could walk. Why don't you walk? Yeah. So let's walk. Yeah. You know, and just just little stuff like that. And uh, and even if I'm having a moment where it's like, God, I need something sweet right now, I'm, I'm going to die. I'll, I'll take, like, instead of a giant bowl of M&M's, I'll take, like, a handful of M&M's and be like, okay, this is probably about a fun-sized pack, and that's easier for me to track mm. than, like, just a bowl that I have no idea how many there's, it, it's in there, and, like, just... Keep yeah. refilling it, refilling it, refilling it. Well, uh, a good way to kind of turn into the bus thing of if you wake up and you know that it's cold outside because everyone checks their apps before they get dressed, and you know that it's too cold to walk, then knowing that at the end of the day that you're either going to have to reduce your calories to kind of compensate for that or, like, find 10 minutes to walk somewhere else because you know that you're not going to, you can't budget that in, you know you're not going to walk. No. And that's okay. Don't try and force yourself to do something that, like, doesn't feel right or you have no motivation to do because you're not going to stick with it. Yeah. And it's just energy you could be using somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. So that's what you're going to do with your personality knowns from last week. If you have trouble, feel free to email them to dietdefectors.com and I'd be happy to help you with some suggestions of how to turn those into um, new habits, better changes. Yeah, we'd love to do that for you. Yeah. Okay, now to the fun part and the not-so-fun part of victories and non-scale victories and fail of the week. Fail of the week. I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to take it. My victory is that I finally caught up with my half marathon training and nice. I ran eight miles. Um, <laughs> I was not, I have not been training well. And, which is bad because it's in less than a month. So I should probably get my shit together. <laughs> It's, it's, it's together. It's just not organized. I ran the eight miles and my whole body, I, it took me two days to recover. Because oh. my whole body was like, why would you do that? Yeah. So now I have to make sure that I keep up the training. Because if I don't run this week, then it's going to be even harder next week. Yeah. So I need to keep it up. And then my fill of the week. Which, of the week. We talked about it earlier. was just not sleeping enough. I get really irritable. And my new boss was like, are you okay? It's like, I'm just really tired. I was like, okay. 
And then the next day, I was like, hey, I still didn't get enough sleep. Can I leave two hours early so that I can try it? Because he left for a week. So, like, hey, can I leave, like, two hours early so that I can, you know, get to bed a little earlier and be kind of on my game for when you're gone? He was like, yes, please. That's how irritable I was. Um, so, yeah. I need to... And, and my cravings are so strong when I don't sleep. I eat, like, at least 500 more calories yeah. when I get seven or less hours of sleep. Every time. It's fascinating. Yeah. I have no control. I don't either. And all it takes is, I mean, for me, because I can go to bed early. Like, I don't, I don't have the problem that you have. But I just don't. Because part of me doesn't, this is like my time to be free, I guess. And sleeping doesn't count or something. I don't know. But yeah. I need to budget in to make sure I get eight hours of sleep. So that's my non-scale victory and fail of the week. Your turn. Um, this is kind of a, an overarching victory but I've, I've been very proud of myself um that since we've started doing this like i've changed my breakfast eating habits okay where i just like eat two eggs in the morning instead of like at home instead of having to eat like oatmeal at the office that like is never fulfilling and i always end up eating something else good for you so i'm just really proud that i'm like taking care of it at home before i get there so it's like something's my, already checked off your to-do list yeah my cravings are already less than they would be, you know? Yeah. So I'm very happy about that. Um, went back to eating the whole bagel this week and on Bagel Friday. You were doing so well. Ugh, but I just love bagels. And, and you had a rough week. And I had a rough week, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw some fruit on this plate, too, and it's going to be good. And last week they didn't have the blueberry bagels, and this week they had the blueberry bagels. So I was like, it's a miracle. Have you been tracking the bagels, though? How are you, Maddie? How how are you on the inside? Let's talk. Dr. Phil style. I'm tired. <laughs> I think we've covered that. I'm just so tired. I know. I am too, dude. But I at least I'm not tired enough to, like, give up. Like, I still, like, even though there are days where I go over by a lot, I'm still tracking everything. And as long as I'm st I track, I'm good. I have control. At least I have the knowledge. Yeah. I'm just really tired. What do you recommend, Maddie? Uh, I recommend Fitbit. <laughs> just, just in general. Just in general. I mean, I have the Fitbit Charge, the new one. It's lavender and rose gold, and I love it, and it's pretty, and that's all I care about. But... Um, it's just really great to, just like, knowledge is power, just like with the tracking. of Even if I know that I only got 46.94 today, uh, which is low for me. But then I know that, like, I didn't earn anything. Right. Like, I'm, oh, I was so good today, I earned this. The numbers say otherwise. Right. You can't fool yourself when there's data. So That's just true. like, just like with the tracking, like, if you track... The exact number of M and M's that you ate, you can't pretend that it. Oh, it, oh, I went over my my calories, so I'm gonna say that it was twelve M and M's instead of eighteen because that'll put me back under. And I'm pretty sure it was twelve. It could have been twelve. Girl, you know. You know. It was eighteen. Yes. As soon as you take responsibility of the numbers, you cannot lie to yourself. Right. And 
Fitbit is has a lot to do with that. Yeah. So yeah, I recommend Fitbit, and the app is super user friendly. I recommend. Uh, I know I talked a little bit about this last week in a not so flattering light. I recommend Fiber One food products. Interesting. I really do. They're. I mean, maybe not their their Fiber One protein bars got me through my senior year of college, just because they taste really good. Uh, their fiber keeps you really full. There's protein in them. I really like them. I, I agree with that. The caramel, and maybe it's the peanut butter pretzel ones that I really, really like. Um, and also they make such great efforts to try and create like little desserts that are only like 90 calories and still really yeah. good. They have like strawberry streusel and lemon bars and brownies and also like their cookies are really good. I don't know. It's just, if you're looking for something that is not going to kill you and tastes pretty good and, like, is going to be good for your tracker, I would recommend them if you haven't given them a try. The trick with those is that you can't eat more than one at a time. Because I would just open and eat, like, a whole box within a day. So, like, if you're if you're the type of person that, like, needs to grab and go, that's probably, that's a really good option. Just keep it in your, like, keep one in your backpack sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I would just eat all of them because they are really good. <laughs> single, like, if, if it's in a single wrapper, like ice cream sandwiches and things like that, that doesn't stop me. I will eat more than one. You're not deterred. I am not deterred! I will not be silenced! <laughs> Alright, so five or one. Yes. Cool. Alright, where you can find us! Where you can find us! In addition to emailing us at dietdefectors.com with your comments, concerns, questions, and any of that sort, you can find me on Instagram at maddieccamp23, M-A-D-D-Y-C-C-A-M-P-23. My Tumblr is fattymaddie23, and my Fitbit and Lose It, you can find me at campbellnotthesoup23 at gmail.com. Great, and you can find me bullying my closest friends on Twitter at, at Sarah Costi. That's why I don't have a Twitter. You can also find me on Instagram where you can see uh, pictures of me eating things and wearing shirts with stupid sayings on them. Okay. At, at, at Sarah Costi. I'm trying to think of my recent posts, and that's pretty much all that is. Uh, and then my Tumblr is Adult Wednesday Adams. Adams has one D because screw spelling, I guess. And you can find me on Fitbit and Lose It at sarah.costi at yahoo.com. What is your message for the little ones this week? The little ones? I mean, our listeners. Our, our, our little listeners? Yeah. Get some sleep, guys. Yeah. Everybody go to bed. Yeah. Everybody, everybody just... I don't care if you're driving or if you're at work or if you're. Okay, no, if you're driving, please God, do not go to sleep. All right, fine. I guess wait a little bit, but just like everybody, go to bed and put a bottle of water on your desk. I'm gonna do it. Yes, whether you're at school or at work or you work from home, have a water bottle. Yeah. But yeah, definitely make some time to get get enough sleep this week. Speaking of which, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna go to bed. Alright, thank you guys. Good luck! Thank you so much for listening. We're so grateful you tuned in and we hope you learned something. Something. Anything at all. Email us your questions, comments, fails, and victories to dietdefectors at gmail.com so we can share them on the podcast. 
Oh, and follow us on Instagram at, at @dieteffectors for tips, tricks, and shenanigans. If you enjoyed this podcast and know someone who is looking to lose weight or improve their health and self-image, please go to dieteffectors.com and hit share. Share. Also, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on iTunes telling us we're pretty and majestic. Thank, Thank you. you.